0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as we are gone, we shall return. I don't even know what the fuck that is. That wasn't a coherent sentence, but fuck it. We're here. This is the Fate Podcast, your one stop shop for everything TV, meetup, and related, along with any of the goddamn thing we talk about coming to you live direct proof of concept studios. What's good?
1: Yo, this is one of the most exciting weeks, right? Mm, this is like, right. um, if you're a kid, like the week leading up to Christmas, uh, if you're, uh, uh, you know, if you're, if you love like Thanksgiving, that week leading up to Thanksgiving dinner, uh, whatever you love, like that, you know that that anticipation build up for like the the thing that you know is coming that's just gonna make you just beyond happy. That's what this week is. We yeah, are. I feel like you're precisely you're about to, like, come out or something. I, just... <laughs> Listen, the fuck? I'm gay. <laughs> um, I am Iron Man. Um, this is uh, we are precisely 25 hours or, or 24 hours and 30 minutes away from kickoff of the NFL football season mm-hmm. the first week we've got uh, Cowboys versus Tampa Bay Packers on Thursday night. Tampa Bay Packers,
0: yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: <sighs> what did what? I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tampa
0: Bay Packers.
1: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, the new team that just came out of nowhere this season. Yeah the, the Chechnya the Chechnyan fucking Mountain Lions this is their new team in Vegas makes no sense um
0: yeah, yo, but exciting. like it's just your excitement your excitement got the better yeah yeah you I can't even good. get words out Dude, yeah. like
1: I, I feel like when it's football season like things just feel better doesn't it mm. like the air's fresher you just feel less stressed because you know like you know what on Sunday I'm not gonna do shit I'm just gonna sit around 4 to 8 hours just to watch football, drink beer, eat wings. I'm just going to relax. If your fantasy league is doing well, even better. If your team won that Sunday, even better. If they lost, no problem. You know why? Cuz next week on Sunday is another game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, my no, favorite. no, it's, it's my it's, favorite
0: time of the year. That's not what it is for me. Uh, if my team loses, my week is shit. Uh, my week is, <laughs> especially if it happens on like early on a Sunday, and then you just have to sit through all the rest of the shitty ass games and fucking <laughs> just sit there and take whatever <laughs> everybody else is giving you. So if their team won and they're celebrating, you just gotta eat it. You just gotta be like, all right, well, yeah, I guess my team sucks, but whatever.
1: No, see, I don't even mind that time because then I then I just get to uh, watch the other games Or the teams in my division and just hope they lose too. So it's like you get to root for your team. Right, and root against the other team. Both I find exciting. Yeah, fair enough. Uh look, I am
0: I am looking very much forward to this NFL season, but I will have to say, it was nice. I, I really enjoyed this offseason, uh, not because of all the drama. Everybody knows I'm a Packers fan and we got a lot of drama with uh with uh O O A Rot uh this 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 offseason. Um but I actually enjoyed this offseason because I actually enjoyed my Sundays. Dude, I, I after the season ended, I was like, yo, dude, it was like the first off season where I literally look forward to the off season because th- specifically I knew I would have Sunday clear to just do other shit. You know, now it's kind of like I love it. No, don't get me wrong. I love it. But also it's kind of like, well, fuck, there's. Fucking like eight or nine hours out of my life that I <laughs> I know is going to be dedicated towards football. And it's just like ah yeah. fuck. All right, I got it now. I got to squeeze other shit into like Saturday.
1: Everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm glad that's over when their team doesn't win the Super Bowl. But this year, no, LA Rams was... gonna win the Super Bowl, so I'm very excited. Okay, well, okay.
0: I, Listen, I, you heard I, it here I, first. I don't even have the it energy to, to, to push back. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Listen, enough. we we got yeah. a show
1: to do anyway.
0: <laughs> Believe in your insanity. Uh, who do you who do you got winning uh, this this Thursday between the uh, the Bucks and um, the 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 Cowboys?
1: I mean, let's be let's be real. Dak Prescott has had a rough offseason. Multiple surgeries. Um, he had a couple injuries through training camp. I don't even think he had a full training camp. I think he's still not 100% as far as I understand, because I've been watching hard knocks yeah. um, and just the news out of that. How, how, out of been, that how, how
0: does this hard knocks compare to like others? Has it been good? I haven't been watching.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was really good actually. I mean, mm. um, you just get a chance to like, see some of the you know, hard knocks really focuses on the guys trying to make the team, right. Not so yeah. much like the stars, the veterans. Yeah. Um, but, but obviously Dak Prescott having had like a lot of injuries and a lot of like just personal losses in the off season, he was like a focal player. Uh, Focal point of the storyline. So mm-hmm. you got to see a lot a lot of Dak and uh you know multiple off season surgeries. He had uh I think two different injuries um throughout training camp, like in preseason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I think Dak, if I were to put a number on it, he's probably like eighty percent right now. Mm-hmm. Um and Tom Brady is always one hundred percent. So uh is know, he isn't he the you, one who
0: had a torn when do you say he had a torn MCL or some shit like that? Uh that he dealt with last year? Dude, it, uh, that I that don't work.
1: I don't really think it matters. Like you just have to he's just always in the Super Bowl conversation. It, like it really Tom Brady could be like in prison on a doing a twenty five year sentence, max security. He'll still be at the Super Bowl somehow. Like he'll it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He could be paralyzed from the waist down, he's still gonna be in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. uh, So my my one solemn prediction for the year is that it will be a rematch of the Packers and the Buccaneers. Um, And I and I and I feel like there's going to be a slightly different outcome uh, this particular time. Uh, And I do think that this is probably going to be Brady's last year. I know he signed a two year deal uh, at the end of last season, but I'm pretty confident that this is going to be I think he's going to get beat up this year. I think it's I think. Father time. Look, Max Kellerman predicted it 12 years ago, (laughs) but I'm saying right now that uh, that I feel like this might be the year where Brady's is. uh, It might not be looking so pretty for
1: him this this particular season. Every single player from the team last year that just won the Super Bowl has Mm -hmm. returned this year. Well, so so there's there's not been one significant injury in training camp. Mm -hmm. They are looking like fucking gods right now
0: so my, my problem with that is that their offensive line actually isn't that great. And, uh, a a lot, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but a a lot of the flaws, I think with their offense were were amassed by the fact that they ran a fairly simplistic offense that took uses of what Brady does best, which is just check the ball down within five to 10 yards uh, of the line of scrimmage. And I think that that, once they sort of figure that out, I feel like in the last half of last season, that's really when they started figuring things out as far as like, OK, this is what's within Brady's like skill set at the moment. Uh, and they just leaned into it. But I think that after having a full offseason for other teams to prepare for that and to adjust and to account, I don't see that offensive line holding up. I don't see uh, I, as soon as they take away those short passes. and And here's what everybody forgets in that NFC Championship game, everybody somehow just it skips their mind because the Bucks won the game, that Brady threw four interceptions that game. Four interceptions in an NFC Championship game, unless you're Russell Wilson, should dictate that you lose that game, or I guess unless you're Tom Brady. Um, and I think that, that that particular game was like indicative of, I think, what we're going to see a lot of this year. The the game against the Chiefs, I feel like it was kind of an anomaly, both with the calls that were being called either way, whether it was the Chiefs' defense or the Chiefs' offense, that they weren't getting the calls, and the Chiefs' defense were getting some a few calls. But I think over the course of an entire season, I, I'm I'm just making a prediction first. We can come back to this prediction, and I can be properly be roasted if if I'm completely wrong about that, and you know I'll have egg on my face. But I just, if I'm being trying to be objective about it, I just. I don't see them being the powerhouse that everybody else is predicting them to
1: be. People have been making predictions about Brady for 18 years. They've been wrong every time. Not every time.
0: Not every time. There were a couple Super Bowls still left on the table. Uh, Ergo, anybody from the NFC East, I guess.
1: (laughs) I think if you have seven rings, everybody was wrong. I mean, sure, you you lost a couple. But if you have have seven Super Bowl rings, I mean, Mm -hmm. just because you play 18 years doesn't mean you get 18 rings, right? Um, you're still playing against other professional athletes, grown men who wanted to win just as much as you do. But mm-hmm. if you have seven, and in your first year playing with a new team in a new city, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were like terrible the year before, and you yeah, go but, win a Super Bowl, but but here, here's oh, where everybody's here's, wrong.
0: Here's what my argument is: is like, are you,
1: like, like
0: what's the what's the thing that's like telling saying like what what, what outside of, um, because what what everybody says about Brady is, is that. Oh, he's got that like intangible, but it's like, well, what's the intangible though? Like, what's the thing that is like that nobody else has that Brady has It's like the killer instinct. Well, I mean, okay. I just think it's Uh, consistency.
1: Consistency is the killer. If you do, uh, if you do your job consistently well or better than everybody else, right. Not even better than everybody.
0: he, He doesn't even do it better than everybody else.
1: Yeah. Who's I, th- I think there are a couple guys in the league like today who I would pick over Tom Brady. Um, but like if you know if you asked me uh, who you know over the past 10 years who would I have wanted on my team above all other people in the NFL it would be Tom Brady. Right because yeah. he's just been the most consistent for the longest period of time. Uh, I think consistency is the killer. You, you find something you're good at and you do that consistently. Um over a period of time you will eventually rise to the top of your of your class no matter what field you're in yeah
0: yeah fair enough uh i I, i'm i could be wrong uh but i don't think i am and i think that this time next year we are indeed going to be talking about the retirement of one uh thomas whatever the fuck his middle name is brady uh and uh that's That's the bottom line because tune day sets um but in events, uh, we've got some other pressing matters to fucking get through here. Okay, if we're since we're on the topic of football, let's talk fantasy football. Okay, we just had our fantasy draft. Um, uh, I, I love the meme. Shout out to JP uh, because you were in everybody's chat, uh, just fucking just stroking yourself off because oh man, uh, I've got the Devonte Adams. Uh, I've got somebody else. Uh, I got I got this other. person. This is like, dude, we all have pretty fucking decent teams. Calm yourself. Relax. Okay? Not everybody. Uh, mostly everybody. Uh, what was your draft grade? Uh, so
1: let's be real. (laughs) So, so my draft grade was a B. Oh, it doesn't matter. right? Yeah. yeah. No. So my draft grade was a B (laughs) and my projection was a record of two and 12. Um, I forget who else in the chat. How is it a B and your records? Two and 12. That's that that doesn't even make any sense. Exactly. I mean, you can go check our chat. I got a draft grade of a B and my projected record was two and 12. Uh, I think it was like Kristen, Uh, who got a draft grade of also a B and her projection was like nine and seven or something like that. And I think somebody else got a projection of B plus and their record projection was like 12 and two. Yeah. So is there that much variance between like a B and a B plus that like you would go from 12 and two to two and 12. So I think, I think the draft grade, um, uh, I I don't know. I don't know if it was interns, uh, I don't know if somebody's working from home, you know, you, you, but not recycled really working that
0: joke. You recycle that joke. Uh, it's a master in our pain. The intern joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You recycled it. A, you, uh, already, you, you said that one. it's a great joke, yeah, joke. It's terrible. joke. I use that. I
1: use that joke all the time. Um, whoever it was, I think the, I think the draft grades do, um, as best as they can to like, uh, we're, we're going to try and predict, but like, it's clearly not, there's no like, uh, MIT algorithm behind it it's more like a you know a DeVry University algorithm
0: <laughs> okay if you say so uh, how many leagues are you in two yeah I think as you get older you just like the numbers start dwindling because you just you can't do it I can't do it anymore dude I, I literally can't do more than one league I, I used to be able to do like three leagues um, but now I'm just like yo I'm just keeping at one league dude I can't I can't keep up with that much shit on one Sunday dude I can't <laughs> I can't my brain, my yeah. brain power cannot process that much information.
1: I like to have two leagues. I like to have like a yeah. fun league um, where let's just, just see what happens. Right. And like, you can yeah. like draft a little bit crazier. Um, you can like, you know, let, let me, tr- let me go get this young boy really quickly to see what he's talking about instead of going to get like, you know, maybe I couldn't get Devonte Adams or Mike Evans, but like, let me see what this, you know, let me see what Devonte Smith is looking like. Cause he was a stud out of college. You know what I mean? Like little things like that, you can mm-hmm. take more risks in a fun league. Yeah. Um, but then you know, I like to have a money league. To see if I can you know turn turn fifty into you know three fifty or whatever the payout which, is.
0: Which league is ours for you?
1: Is that the fun league? Or um, is that the? Uh, it, it, I mean, it's the money league, right? Because we all put mm. in some money, but like yeah. not enough to where you're like uh, anxious or you know, it's you're you're stressed about it. You know, it's twenty bucks. So if you lose, and... if you lose. You know, whatever. You lost 20 bucks.
0: We do have the added belt this year. We did add in the belt. I made sure that we added in the championship belt that the winner of the league will receive upon winning uh, the league. Uh, So for me, honestly, perhaps even more than the money. I need the fucking belt, dude. I need it. I need it. I need the gold around my waist. Okay. You're not going to have it. I I feel bad for you. So that I can, I can just bring it to random functions th- throughout the year. Like you know, if we fucking, you know, if we're just you know hanging out, you know, let's do something. Let's go to a bar. Okay, I'm wearing my championship belt. You can't stop me. Okay, I'm the champ. Okay. I, I you know you're a wrestling move.
1: guy, so that that belt probably does mean a lot to you. It does. Uh, I, went, I just want the money. <laughs> I'm like I Mayweather. I don't care about the belts. I just want the money.
0: I, well, how you get the money is with the belt. You get the money with the belt. Okay. Sure. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, Anywho, uh, so uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Michael K. Williams, man. Um, Wolf, what do you say, man? Um, Somebody who's gone clearly well before their time. Um, So for those who don't know, Michael K. Williams uh, just, uh, I don't don't know. I, I, I find it hard to even talk about, like, What he meant, I guess, to the to the acting world because uh, for me, I I didn't really catch on with him until like further down the line. Like, um, so I would see him in a couple different things, but I I I I didn't really like know who he was. The first series that I really watched that I was like, oh shit, like this is this guy's super talented was uh, was actually Lovecraft Country. Um, Was was watching that. Um, It wasn't The Wire. Uh, I didn't actually watch The Wire until earlier this year, Um, and seeing his turn as Omar on The Wire was to 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 put it mildly is is mesmerizing um and uh and so he michael k williams passed away this uh this particular week um he was uh he was 54 years old uh they i I don't know i don't think it's been established yet exactly uh, uh, why he passed away but uh there's been sort of whispers that it was uh it was due to an overdose um which uh which i know he uh he i guess had different bouts with with uh with with drugs over the course of his life so you know it, it wouldn't be that far of a stretch but um but yeah man um i i, I was talking about this on another uh platform and you i was saying like one of the reasons why i found uh his turn as omar as well as like other characters that he played so so interesting is that It was the first time that I think you saw this sort of really like masculine character that was gay, especially a black character. Um, And you don't see that very often um, because uh, and to have the black community sort of embrace the character of Omar was it was unique you know and and you know for those who might say oh no it's not okay yeah, points went to me another character like omar that's been as embraced you know uh within the black community being a gay character like that um I, no matter what my personal feelings are in terms of being perfectly fine with with somebody being gay i'm talking about the black community at large might be a little bit of a different story you know in terms of its acceptance especially like When you're talking about in a mainstream capacity you know um and so uh and so yeah so when i when i think of him i think of what he brought to uh what he brought to the screen from that end and i think that yeah his he's irreplaceable dude i I don't know how you you go about uh replacing a person who, who who brought that to uh to the screen so so yeah
1: yeah i mean like uh obviously we all uh know him most from omar right on the wire um, like you said you know here's a um, and, and I think one of the reasons why Omar stood out so much is not because he was not because of his like sexuality uh, uh, the character sexuality right not because of you know the way he looked um, it was because of how principled he was um, and how he managed to like w- what I found what I found most interesting about him was like how he managed to, like still have morals uh, and principles while being involved in like this like you know uh this life of crime right omar wasn't a drug dealer he didn't sell drugs to kids he uh you know he he robbed the drug dealers. he stole from the people who were you know stealing from his community i think is like one of the uh um the lines or the sentiments that he gave like throughout uh throughout the season um and but he was despite his sexuality he was feared he was respected um and you just had to admire how well, Michael K. Williams was able to uh, bring that character to life so much so that like but but also like after, you know, the, the his run um, as Omar on the wire came to an end, like I've seen Michael K. Williams in so many other projects that um, I don't you know, I still I know he played Omar, this character I love, but I'm still able to watch his other projects and uh, just like respect his his work as an actor. I mean, um, he was in I was that movie that i saw not too long ago and i thought just he played uh, a stellar role he was in 12 years of slave i thought he was really good in that uh, there was a movie it was like based in atlanta um <sighs> superfly mm-hmm. i think it was like a, a somewhat of an underrated movie that came out in like 20 like 18 or whatever um he played a really great character in that role um he's just he's just able to mask himself so quickly he can go from playing omar to playing you know to, to being in Assassin's Creed, to being in 12 Years a Slave, to, you know, Lovecraft Country, um, voice appearances on shows like Family Guy, or um, uh, uh, what is that, what is the show called? Uh, like F is for Family, not, not Family Guy, F is for Family. Uh, so he has range, uh, but he, you know, we, we loved him as Omar. And, and it was really because of like how he brought that character to life. I, really I, looking at the show now, and I know we all say this, but like when you talk about a perfect casting, he was that. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: yeah, I think that sums it up. He was perfect casting for that particular role. Um will be missed, man. Um yeah. And yeah, I think uh, I think we could just, you know, leave it there. Um <clears throat> So, uh completely shifting gears due to uh something else. Uh were you a big Star Trek fan? Fan. fan no. Fan. <laughs> that was a very assertive no. That was like an almost an angry no. Were you are you angry that I asked you that question? Uh, no, I just, like you know, I just,
1: I'm you not i I'm offended. not a Trekkie. <laughs> not a I'm, tricky. uh, uh I've, I've seen most of the movies, if not all of them. Um, but like, have you though? I don't think yeah. I, you,
0: you're talking about the newer movies. You're not talking about the old movies.
1: No, 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 no. Definitely yeah. not the old movies. Like the, the newer ones I've seen sure. most or yeah. all of them. you know, I, 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 I like, uh, and this is the second time today, uh, coincidentally that I've been asked about star Wars or not star Wars or star Trek and, Big um, boo
0: boo when it comes to, to Star Trek fans, they they hate yeah, it when no. you conflate it with Star Wars.
1: Yeah, the, um, those but two. No, I wasn't a fan. do
0: don't like each other too well. There's like bloods and crips. Man. Short
1: answer is no. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, and I I think like, it's like Star Trek fans who get the most offended. Yeah. not Star Wars fans, which is interesting. But you know, short answer is no. I was never a big Star Trek fan.
0: Yeah, you know, I really tried to get into it, dude. Uh, so for a while there, uh, they would always just sh- show Star Trek like. Like like super like early in the morning. Like it'd be like three three AM in the morning. And so like um I just remember like sometimes when I was up like dumb late, uh I would just catch like a few episodes of, of Star Trek, uh like super early in the mornings. So, like usually like on
1: like maybe like a Sunday, Sunday morning or some shit like that. Um and, See I was watching B E T Uncut. Um but you know, that's a different story. We'll talk about the that day, later.
0: On the day of the Lord? Holy shit dude. The Bless best day. <laughs>
1: Yikes! I can you know, in your face, uh, God. And, <laughs> and as as soon as I'm done, you know, Father, I I repent, forgive me for my sins, uh and then I'm I'm in the clear, all within 15 minutes.
0: Uh, 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 oh, okay. If if uh, sure, uh, that's how if, it works. Is don't, don't you just long.
1: don't you just ask for forgiveness and then that's that's it? I thought that's how the Bible works.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We got to get our resident uh, 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 Christian in here to uh, to explain to us what the uh, <laughs> what the proper time is to uh, <laughs> to repent. But uh, but anyways, I, so I remember watching like a few episodes, um, I, and I really did try to get into it. But I, I I genuinely think it's one of those things where you had to get into it when you're really young, because by the time you get older, it's just like the different the, the subtle nuances of it. Are kind of lost on you. Like I, like I remember, like pouring through like a few different episodes, uh, like of like the literally like the original series, and I just remember like, my God, this is like boring, uh, because it was like you know it was like what I think Star Trek, uh, it just turned fifty five, so, uh, this was what in the the sixties or seventies somewhere thereabouts, right? That I was watching some of these episodes from, and they were just like, holy shit, this is. Before they perfected the process, this is, <laughs> you know, this is showing us. Uh, and but 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 I and I say that all with due respect, because there was actually, there was actually, some episodes that I really quite enjoyed, you know. Um, but for the most part, I feel like it was just well before my time, as well as I missed I missed that when I was younger, you know. Um, like so, for instance, like if you didn't watch like Dragon Ball Z when you were younger, like and you watch it getting older. Uh, as you're older i'm sure you're watching like some parts of the fucking like the namic saga where you're just like yo fam they've been fucking flying around this fucking planet for like
1: eight episodes doing jack shit i ain't with this shit um yeah so yeah. i mean all, all things are about timing right like uh-huh. and I, I try not to be like a, a, the gatekeeper of like what is good and what is bad based off of when i experienced it right so like you know, it's a lot of young boys out here, right? And they might tell you that like, oh, like little baby is the greatest rapper of all time. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, we are we forgetting about like Nas and Jay Z and are we forgetting about like, you know, the 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 legends, Big Daddy Kane? Are we forgetting about Rockham? Are we forgetting about like those Titans? But at the same time, they didn't grow up listening to that shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I I remember listening to Illmatic, but like a lot of these kids when, you know, when they started listening to music, they might've, the first album they might've heard from Nas was maybe, you know, like the letter N or- Or (laughs) Or Stillmatic or like his, his, maybe even his more recent stuff. So to them, they're like, you know, like what I've experienced in my lifetime of like, when I was, uh, um, when those things were like presented to me, that is like the frame of reference that I have. So to your point, I didn't really I didn't grow up with Star Trek, so if I mm. if I start watching it tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, where is well, so, where is Luke Skywalker? And then I'm just gonna Jesus end up pissing Christ. people off. Christ, fuck.
0: <laughs> um, so 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 here's what's interesting about that, and, and we can move on after uh, after this. But like, what's interesting about that man is is that the building blocks of what we have today were built on what was created yesterday, right? So, like, a lot of what we like about TV and film today has its roots in things like Star Trek, you know? Um, And so that's why I find it um, kind of interesting to try to go back and watch it's actually one of my missions to actually go back and watch the show fully because i feel like you can't really you can't really appreciate what you have today if you don't know kind of the history of it and i used to always think that was like really stupid like of course you can right you just don't they because they perfected the process you know over trial and error that they took maybe what they did with shows like star trek um and just like all these other shows that were around the same time and they perfected that process but the thing is is that there 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 are things that they you that can't really be replicated like um you know Star Trek when you go back or I mean and I guess it can be replicated but not in quite the same way um Star Trek when you want to talk about like Inclusion and just like talking about like Fucking social societal shit like Well before it was like Vogue to talk About it Star Trek is that show Like you know to talk just About so many different issues In society um, Under the guise of like this like Fantasy uh, space You know Odyssey um, That like I feel like the The need to go back and watch it to see Just like the what for like because there, there's so many things you can watch that you you're like oh shit like that has relevance today like you know like this is what they were dealing with back in the 60s 70s 80s um and this and we're seeing parallels of it today you know so i i don't know as i'm getting older i'm finding it more interesting to go back like right now i'm going back and watching um i'm starting sopranos again um just because we talked about it so much with our greatest show of all times uh, tournament
1: you're going back to season one of the sopranos yeah for sure for sure. Yeah, I, I'm watching it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. <laughs> would I ever go back to well, season one, episode one? Well, what? I, what? No. What show would you go back and watch? Like an older show, unless you're just like uh, no shows. Would you go so, back to uh, watch? T- to be honest, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> like it has to be a light show like something like laugh like the office right i can go back to the office episode one why why do you
0: you think that is though like why do you think that you don't go back and this actually ties into we're going to talk about uh, a completely different show here in a sec but we're going to talk about like love island here in a sec uh because you asked me to watch i watched uh and we're going to have a conversation about it because i'm going to try to figure out why you asked me to watch it but um why do you think that is that you can't. You almost like refuse to go back and watch these like heavier shows, but you have no problem watching shows that don't require much like scrutiny or not scrutiny, but like you don't really need
1: that much to process what's going on. It. I, I would say it's the, uh, it's the amount of attention that you have to pay to like comedies, right? Like, you you can hear you can hear the joke, right? You can hear what's going on and you don't really have to pay too much attention to like the visuals of it all i mean and while like a lot of the comedy in the office you know i feel like the the show you can watch on mute because it's just like interactions between people facial expressions you know body language demeanor like it, it was funny in that way too um i mean I, i've been in doctor's offices and uh, you know uh, they've got the the show on mute and somebody forgot to put subtitles on and you're just watching this like silent show. And it's still funny. Cause like you, you, you see like the interactions, the body language, the facial expressions, especially for like, you know, Dwight and, and, and Steve, uh, just uh, Steve Corral's character, I forget his name right now. I don't know why, Michael. but anyway. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. So it's one of those shows where you can watch it. Like you, you, you can enjoy it from the other room. You can overhear it. Like a lot of times when I'm working I and mean, then my TV's over there. Right. Uh, a lot of times when I'm working, I'll put on, like, I'll just turn on the TV and whatever's on, I'll just like overhear. it. Um, right. But, but I guess and, what
0: I, what I'm, when I'm asking is something like kind of different, like, so I do that same thing where you just want something on in the background. Um, um, and you don't want to have to pay t- too much attention to it. Like I, I do like a lot of like editing and just like producing and, and that just, you know,
1: I, yeah. I, well, I, I, I guess the short answer to your question is, um, I can enjoy it, but I don't have to dedicate a lot of time and attention to a show like The Office. But if I rewatch something like The Sopranos and Game of Thrones and like these um, these shows that really require a bit more focus, a bit more attention paid to it, um, to me, I, I look at that as like, all right, if I've already seen it, do I really want to go back and rededicate all that time and attention to Watching it, even if I learn a few more things along the way, is that really worth my time? Or is there so much new content or other shows that I've never seen that I'm I, I'd much rather experience something that I've not experienced before than go back and re-experience something, even if I really enjoyed that experience. Like my next show that I that I want to start is uh, Sex and the City, just because I know it's like you know a cult classic. It's, it's one of the great shows, and I'd re- rather watch that even uh, than like going back and watching you know Sopranos again or Game of Thrones or whatever.
0: Do you, do you think when you watch these shows that you fully understand like the things that are going on within them, like past the surface level of X or Y Z happening, happened in this episode, like somebody got shot or somebody, I don't know, said this thing. Like, do you because as I'm as I'm getting uh, again, like as I'm getting a little older, as well as as I'm getting like um and what, what, I want to kind of say this for, for Love Island, but as I start getting a lot more like introspective of just like, you know, me as a person, I, I start. I wanna like analyze things and understanding like why I why why I took I why I took certain things out of like the Sopranos when I first watched it, why I took certain things out of Mad Men when I first watched it. And then like also like understanding fully of what I'm watching. Like go back and watching like I don't know, somebody like analyze like all the themes and things like that in Sopranos and realizing that like, holy shit, like I missed like half the show because I just didn't like, really comprehend, like, what the fuck it was that I was watching, and so that's what's got me curious about it, to go back and watch it and see, I don't know, like, how, how this version of me sees it compared to, like, because I watched it, like, six, seven years ago, you know, um, yeah. so it's, I'm a completely different person, and I feel like I pick up on a lot of different things than I did
1: six or seven years ago. So for me, like even if I were to do that, go back and watch the show and like see if my uh, either understanding of it or my perception of it, my um, like what do I, uh, how do I view these things differently? Even if I were to do that, and go back and do it. Like to me, I just don't find any, I don't see any value in that because it's like, well, why? Uh, like do do you do,
0: do you spend a lot of time? And I, I'm sorry, I'm I keep interrupting you, but like do you, are when it comes to like nostalgia? Not even instant nostalgia, but like when it comes to thinking back to things that like even in your own personal life that that, that you've done do you you, like i i I gather that you don't spend a whole lot of time of like processing things that have happened
1: no no i would say the opposite like i i I do my best to to process like why i enjoy something and why i've made a decision to uh, invest time or money into the thing before i even do it right um so i think i i do my best to have like do have forethought into like all right, I'm about to do something. I'm about to start something, I'm about to try something. Why is this thing, why am I open to trying this? And during the time that I'm experiencing that thing, I do my best to like, really con- take time and consideration to give thought to like, like, am I actually enjoying the thing? Like, what am I taking from it? Like, you know, appreciate like the moments in time, right? Whether I'm going to a restaurant or watching a show, or watching a movie, whatever it is. Um, at the end of the day, what I value the most is having had the experience and like, how did it make me feel? Like, did I enjoy it? Does it make me happy? Did it make me sad? Did it make me? Did I learn something from it? Um, if I did, great. If I didn't, and I, but I still enjoy the experience, that's great too. And I prefer to move on to the next experience well, rather that, than I, go I back.
0: Right. That. But I guess that's exactly what I'm saying: is that you don't spend a lot of time reflecting on the thing that you you watched. You just you're just like moving
1: forward, like. In terms of like, so so, I mean, so I'll I'll say like, uh, at least I would change a few things about what you said, right? Like, Mm I, I think I reflect on the experience, but it is, I don't feel, I rarely ever feel the need to go back and re-experience the thing to see how I may respond differently to it um like I enjoyed the sopranos I enjoyed breaking bad I think breaking bad was a great show for so many different reasons of like um uh, the nuances in between like you know the relations of the characters the growth of the characters like like I, you know, one of my favorite episodes is the episode where like he um you know brought that p- bo- the pizza box home and I think he got into a fight with uh was with his wife on the show he left the house and he was so angry that he like like threw the pizza but the pizza went up on the roof and like yeah. uh I heard like the writer of the show like uh, it was like an hour long I think it was on a podcast really talked in depth deeply about like that particular moment in the show so it's nice to go back and be able to like um, like re-experience those things but for me to go back and watch the entire show knowing that I have to dedicate like 200 hours to it I'd rather dedicate those 200 hours to a new experience 200
0: hours of the show
1: it doesn't have 200 episodes
0: it's the the first number that
1: came to mind (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it I, was but, probably like f- six seasons, 60 episodes. They're, they're like, they're like 10. Yeah. They're like 10. Episodes so like 60 into, hours, yeah. uh, it, it sounded a little bit more like, you know, <laughs> dramatic.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I look, I, I'm not, I'm not like saying that in a critical sense. I'm saying that because it's like, uh, so like, like I, I go back and watch like old series. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like, there's like an animated series that I went back and watched recently. That I was like, holy shit, this is actually like really fucking dope, but I didn't realize it th- at the time that I watched it. Like, I just watched it and I just took, well, I just took the actions that were happening on screen, but I didn't like process the actions that were happening on screen. Like one show that I can definitely say that about is like the the Animaniacs, right? There was no way we understood what the fuck was going on in the Animaniacs when we were, you know, watching it growing up. There was just no way we processed everything that was fucking happening because we couldn't really understand it, you know. Um, but being being who I am now, I I'm trying to give a little bit more thought. Now, I, we had some other stuff that I wanted to kinda of get to, but I this brings us into uh something that I wanted to talk about. Uh you asked me, you sent me a text what, three, four weeks ago. You said, uh, yo. No, no, was this even a no, no, this isn't actually a meeting. We were having a meeting for the show. And you were like, Yo, I need you to watch uh Season five and season six of Love Island, UK. uh, And I said, fuck off. I'm not watching that. Don't ever bring that up to me again. Uh, And then after we got off that call, I just was like, ah, you know what? Fuck it, and I turned on one episode. I turned on the first episode. I, I, my fears were confirmed. It is trash. Uh, but then I was like, judging by the style I, of the show, and
1: I told you it was trash in the beginning. Sure. So. Yeah, no,
0: no, you, I, you, I, you, I didn't oversell you, it. <laughs> you did, you did not oversell it at all. Um, but, uh, but I was watching. I was going through like the first episode. Uh, and I was as I was watching it, I was like, you know what, this might be a good thing to watch with my significant other. So I stopped watching it, and then I was like, hey do you want to watch this and she was like yeah fuck it I like watching trash TVs from time to time so then we started the journey uh, my dude it was a long fucking journey we're talking 50 episodes in one fucking season of this show one season 50 episodes
1: almost as long as Dragon Ball Super
0: Jesus Christ Um <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, well, no, I know exactly how we got to 50 episodes because they would literally they would take one episode and it would stretch it out to like three or four. Um, yeah, there would be one thing that would happen. And then that one thing would span three or four episodes. And, you know, they're very they're very good at their jobs, the people who create these type of series, because they're able to make something out of absolutely nothing. Um
1: and so anyways. you know what's cra- So I'm happy mm. you said that because like mm. as I'm watching the show, like there are a lot of things that happen in the show. And you know my girlfriend, she's like, uh, she's she's like, oh, like why did that happen? Like why do they do that? Or like oh, that's like uh, that's so not like realistic. Or like, you know, it, it, there's so many like little details that are happening throughout the show that I'm like, the producers are like curating a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like 100%. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like as they enter the house, they they get like um, they get a wardrobe, right? So like before they even get to the to the villa, um, they've got stylists picking out like wear this because like you know all these dresses are super tight and super sexy, and always have your shirt open, showing off your abs. Oil up every morning before you step out onto the you know the, the, the promenade, bar terrace, whatever. Um, like you know a lot of it's curated, and so from a production standpoint, and obviously the guy Ian. Um the guy who does like the voiceover for the show. Uh, uh yeah, Master he's, he's, Craftsman. He's a
0: tra- Master. He's trash. he's trash by the way. What? Uh, and here's here's why he's trash. For one, oh my he, god. Like half of his jokes are just plain stupid. Uh they're they're th- like it's like hit or miss. Some of them are funny. Some of them I'm not gonna lie. I did like chuckle or laugh someone was just like my dude just go back to the the, the writing board with this because uh, it just was not great um, but then what really pushed it over the edge for me because I really wasn't a big fan of his I was kind of like eh, hey, whatever until I saw the reunion show um, and then saw him in person super aux super super no wonder why he's like the, the the faceless voiceover on the show is because he's so fucking awkward dude like he so it's say so shit and like nobody would like laugh nobody would react it's like yo no wonder why you have to sit in a fucking booth and come up with these fucking lines that you work on i'm sure like fucking for 12 hours out of the day because your live shit is absolutely trash
1: yeah I disagree. I think he's a master, because here's why, right? So Mm -hmm. you got to think, they're in the villa for like six weeks, right? Six weeks is uh, um, how many fucking uh, days of recording, how many fucking hours. So like every day they have 24 hours of footage. They have to narrow down those 24 hours of footage. Like I would imagine like one episode is over the course of like a whole day or day and a half, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got 24 to 36 hours of footage that they have to narrow down and edit down to one hour. And within that one hour he's also have to do a voice so he has to do a voiceover of that footage and like you know be like sharp and like f- being able to follow storylines and make witty jokes about this or that or that well, you, so you I realize realize he,
0: he, you realize he doesn't do that like for one he he watches the episode before like he watches basically i'm sure like the raw cut of the episode meaning that they chop it up and without like the music and all that other shit, he's like watching that version of it, right? Like, as they're sure, yeah, yeah.
1: the episode, right? And then, but also, I, I do respect right. the craft, though. Like even if he sees the raw episode and that he gets like tailor his jokes, I do think to be able to do that across 58 episodes and to yep. be like entertaining and witty and to keep the the viewers um yeah, but that's, but that's uh, what i'm saying is like
0: he's like witty like half of the time it's like it, it's different if it's like 75 to 80 percent of the time he's like but literally like i you can you cannot deny this dude like half of his jokes i would say 70 percent i would say 70 percent no dude like, i would say 70 percent it's like even in one episode like half the jokes will be just like uh, all right, and then the other half will be like, all right, like that was like that was like a little that was a little funny. So sure. I mean, but he's now, not Dave like Chappelle or anything like that. He's he's a I'm not, I'm TV not even, show. I'm not even asking him to be Dave Chappelle, but what I'm saying is, is that that's like who can't be kind of witty half the fucking
1: time, right? Like, I th- I, th- I think you're underselling this. I think he's 70 no, 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 of the th- this time. This isn't even good. the fucking thing yeah. that I want to even talk but, about. Okay, yeah. Look, uh, wanna... the, y- your question was, yeah. uh, why did I like? Uh, you know, yeah, what, what was the thing you to, wanted you
0: know, me to gain from this? What what, what was the conversation uh, that you wanted
1: to have? So I here's where I think sometimes you can be like too analytical, right? Like when you say, oh, I'd like to rewatch things to, uh, you know, make sure that I, to see like what my perception of the thing now was, what did I gain from it? What did I understand from it? I, I'm more about experience and like, did I enjoy the thing? Right? Like, does everything that I experience need to teach me something deeper about my inner self, right? My third self, right? The self that I don't even know yet. No, no. I don't, I don't necessarily need to like, uh, what I, what I would say is like overanalyze everything. So the reason I asked you to watch the show was because I thought it was very interesting, entertaining television that it's great to like uh experience it's one of those things that is great to experience like uh um like as a group right mm-hmm. um it's the reason we go to movie theaters right we like to watch the thing but watch it with other people like you laugh i laugh we're laughing together this thing's entertaining it's like it's the reason why game of thrones um uh, its popularity in my opinion was a, a large and do doing in a large part to Word of mouth, like oh, I'm watching this show. You gotta watch it too, right? And then by the time you get around to season six, seven, and eight, people are having watch parties. People are watching it together online, live. It's like you know something you can watch as a group, talk about it, and experience it together, have laughs, enjoy it. Uh, might you learn something from it if you're in a relationship with somebody else? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so I I thought like, and I, I like to share things that I enjoy with other people, like um. Uh, you're not like in this other group chat that I'm in, but you know, every time I'm, I hear a song on like, you know, the Apple, I like, hear the the hits of the week or the month. If I like a song, I'm like, yo, this is a vibe right here. I, I like, like when I'm working, I like, listen to like lo-fi hip hop beats. Mm-hmm. So if I hear a beat and I'm like, yo, this is a real like jazzy, funky type of vibe right here. I could send emails to this shit. I'll send <laughs> it out to
0: you know, you're old as fuck where you're like, I could sell Send emails to this. song. That's, Holy that's shit. what I
1: get paid to do. What um <laughs> <laughs> so you know i'll send it out to the boys like yo you know here's a here's like a, like a dope little vibe you guys might like too um if i'm watching a show and you know part of the reason that you know i know like you're in a relationship i have a girlfriend and i'm like you know what you guys should watch the show too watch mm-hmm. it as a couple It's trash tv you can watch it's my it's of senses. you might learn something from it you might take nothing from it enjoy it check out this thing that i like
0: right um so uh that was all to say that uh, you generally don't find things. Uh, you don't like to process things. Uh, if, if I can, if I can uh, pull anything from what you just said. Uh, no, not and, that's
1: the that's the exact like it's the opposite. It's how um, is it the
0: opposite? You literally just said you were making fun of me because I was like, oh, you're always trying to find the meaning in things, and 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 I, I've always found that that like rebuttal like hilarious, right? Because it's effectively saying it's like it's like effectively saying oh. You like to think, ew, <laughs> ugh. No, because like, uh, so the he, thing, take
1: it in. Don't, don't think about it. Who likes to think about things? So I think like what happens like in that situation, right? Like, let's say I, you know, say to somebody like, "Oh, you like that thing because like, you don't, you don't like to process things. You don't like to think deeper about things. You don't like to understand things, right?" It's essentially like what I feel like could be what, what sometimes come off as like the things that I like are superior to the things that you like, like I'm smarter than you. You like dumb shit. I like smart shit. No, blah, blah. blah. It's not that at all. I, I, I think it's, uh, do I, I think you process or maybe I can't speak for everybody. I'll speak for myself. I process, <laughs> Try. Yeah, I process the things that I'm experiencing. And I like to process those things. Like, in the moment. I process them afterwards. So, you know, like after I watch an episode of a show or hear a a song, like I think about the things that I've heard. Um, When I listen to music, I don't listen to like the beat. I don't really listen to production. I like to listen to like lyrics. Um, Some people listen to music for beat and production and like uh, how the songs are orchestrated and arranged. I like to listen to like the words and the lyrics. Right. So I process things. I just don't ever feel a need to like go back and reprocess, you know, like you like to yeah, but how that? re rewatch shows.
0: How is that what you were saying about, and look, I don't want to get into a big argument about this because I know yeah. between us, this can turn into like a 40 minute conversation, but like, how would that fit? Like you, cause you started off by saying, Oh, you like to like, you know, try to find the meaning and things. No, this is just trash TV and, and you should just watch it and, and not really think too hard about it. That, and unless I'm
1: misquoting what you were saying. Yeah. But so like, again, like let's say, um, there are like many shows that i watch right uh, uh, across a, v- a variety of different topics and subject matters and blah 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 right so I just felt like to say like, oh, you don't like to process things is a blanket statement because that ignores all the other things that I watch, which are like, you know, deeply. No, uh, like I think, an, like, you, into- I think
0: you're, you're taking that, like you're taking that in a personal way. Like, like you're saying that as if it's like an attack on you personally, I'm not saying that as an attack on you. I'm just trying to understand what you're saying I should have, or, or how I should go yeah. into well, a show like, uh, like Love Island. Cause I actually do have some interesting thoughts on it, but. I I find it curious that that's where you start from is, is like, uh, you, you, you know, you like to watch like a 24 movies and, and, and you use that as a way to sort of like make fun of the fact that I say like, Oh, like I'm trying to find
1: something like, uh, like a deeper meaning than the
0: surface thing is.
1: I think that's great to like be, be want to like watch things and maybe you like want to go back to rewatch things to like understand No, this has nothing
0: to do with rewatching. I this
1: listen, 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 I've never watched. Follow me. Okay. Follow me. (laughs) so when you say like i'm going to go back and rewatch the sopranos because i watched it at a point in time in my life and i experienced it you know with like the person i was at that point in life so i'm going to go i'm going to rewatch it and see how my experience now might be different right mm-hmm. um w- which is great you know i admire that um when i say that like i don't want to go back and rewatch something or if i say i like a show like love island or i like a show like the office because you know, it doesn't, you, I don't really have to think too analytically about the thing. It doesn't necessarily mean that I don't like to think or I don't like to process what I'm watching. It means like I have, uh, there's like, I enjoy many different things. I could watch something like, sopranos and enjoy it i could watch something like uk love on and enjoy it like i don't really view any as superior to the other um when did i I
0: when did i say one was superior like is that what you think i'm saying uh, let's be real
1: that's that's the way it comes off it comes off like super like dickish like oh you don't like your words exactly where you don't like to process things which like Uh, no definitely is kind of like uh, (laughs) a. it's definitely like a dickish thing to say now i'm not calling you a dick i'm not like super offended but it's a dickish thing to say it's like it's kind of like you know oh like you're dumb right and and i know that's not what you were saying but that's the way like it comes off right no i'm saying
0: that only i'm saying that only as a response to what you said like because i said oh like um for one that i was going back to watching like the sopranos and trying to figure out like maybe things that i like i missed but i but i also think you could do that with like what was surprising to me about watching a show like love island was what you can take from it you know of like it's not You can kind of perceive it however you want to. So if you just want to perceive it as like this like frivolous show about fucking just you know trash people doing trash things, fair enough. But I actually got something really unique from it, Um, and so that's what I was going to talk about. But I was I only said uh, I only said that you dressed it up as when we, when I first even brought up love Island, you dress it up as like, Oh, like I never said it wasn't trash TV. And you know, you like to be like high minded or say that you, you know, you got to watch these like brainy things. But it's like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't coming from that direction. I'm wondering why you said what you said. So I don't know if it's like projection yeah. or, or what, but, um but I was trying to figure out like where you were coming from of like, why you think that, um, there has to be this like really distinct line between like watching a show like the Sopranos and you keep quoting the office, but the office is a, it, it has, it's like, it's a, it's a comedy, right? But this, the office has so much in it in terms of just like, for one, just, uh, the inner dynamics of like work life, uh, you know, and uh, and also to like how how this sort of millennial generation processes working the working environment, you know, um, in this sort of like consumerist world that we live in here in America. You know, I feel like it's a, it's a really specific quote on that uh and you can find you can find it either on an intellectual level or you can just go with the surface jokes that they that they that they tell um i feel like you can you can find that in the office is and i don't think that i believe that you have to draw a distinct line of like no the office is for people who just want to watch it just to watch it uh and not really think about it and uh, you know you well, can watch so th- that's not brain.
1: the line that i drew like so like fair enough what i was saying is like you can watch a show like the office and watch it mm-hmm. strictly for uh you know the comedy a few laughs um i mean the, and there is a lot to take from the office right you can learn a lot from the office about like workplace environments and like how different generations of people view work you can take a lot from it or you can just enjoy it because it's funny you can watch a show like the sopranos and you could learn a lot from it about like yeah. um you know how like the, the i think the character tony soprano he's a very uh, uh like introspective character like uh he's 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 someone who's extremely complicated who does bad things, but is a good person, you know, the family dynamics, uh, the, 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 you know, the, you know, the ongoing or underlying, uh, themes of the show, like loyalty and family and like work ethic and, um, you know, consequences. Right. Or you can just be like, yo, this is a, this is some like wild, you know, crime, Italian mafia mob shit. You can watch a show like the, like UK Love Island, and you can look at it, and say like, all right, this is a very interesting, um, uh, uh, social experiment when you put, when you confine people into this like bubble in which they're forced to like examine every aspect of building a relationship, uh, learning about somebody else going through in six weeks, what some couples may not, uh, and, and learning things about each other that some couples may not learn, uh, until like a year, right? And and they're forced to do that in a six week bubble just because of like how much they're isolated, right? So there's a lot to take from it, but at the same time, I can be very honest and say like, it is, you know, mindless trash TV, but it doesn't mean that you're not processing it. It just means that like you're taking from it what you want to take from it. If I just want to experience it or enjoy it, I take that from it. If I do want to like examine uh, a lot of the nuances with you know with uh with my significant other as i've done episode for episode like you take that too
0: right uh using using uh your own words against you here uh i feel like you're fixated on very one particular (laughs) word that i (laughs) that i might have used and kind of maybe like not necessarily missed what the other thing that i was saying but uh like you're you're, like hyper focused on like the processing and i didn't mean that as like a
1: a slight to you or anything like that it was uh, but anyways getting to i was focused on like the theme of like um it, it, and the word process, I think it was a good word and it which is why I, I highlight that because um, it, it is like how you experience something and like what you take from it, right? What you choose to take from it, how you process it. Right? Again, you can watch Sopranos and you can process it different ways based off of like what you want to take from it. Uh, I, I don't think either is the lesser.
0: No, I, I don't, I don't think either is the lesser, but, 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 again, that brings me to Love Island UK season five. Okay. So, you know, it's a, it's a show about singles going to this love to this Island to, to find love. And they also stand the chance to win $50,000. Uh, but that's kind of a, just a, you know, a byproduct, I guess, of, of the show. Uh, so, uh, so starting the show, I just was like, yeah, this is going to be just a trash show, whatever. But surprisingly enough, um, my my takeaways from the show was that one, watching these type of shows, uh, I really do get invested weirdly into like their fucking lives and shit. And then like think about it later. I'm like, fuck, why did this person do that? That's some bullshit. Like I remember specifically thinking about like Michael, right? Michael from season five, how he dicked over Amber. And I was just like damn cuz like you know it, uh, some fucked up shit you know um that you yeah, know, for he, sure uh michael uh he him and amber like amber is like this tough person who doesn't really like let too many people in but she got close to michael and then because michael sensed that like there were some things that were just like it was she was hard to sort of like communicate with sometimes of just like if he had an issue he felt like she was like really dismissive of his like things that he considered to be issues and uh and so he just like straight up like when they had the opportunity to be separate uh and they got introduced to other singles he like immediately like hooked up with somebody else uh and and it really sort of like hurt her. And it was just like, it was just, I was just way too invested in that. I was just like, fuck, man. I started thinking about it. Like, damn Michael, what the fuck? You fucking shut up. Wondering, will they get back together? Won't they get back? And it was just like, fuck. I didn't really, I was surprised at like my investment in, in the show. And I feel like the producers for the show, the, the editors for the show do a, such a fucking great job in making you care, even when there's not really anything to care about. <laughs> they, they somehow make you care about shit, even though. Um,
1: yeah, uh, a big I that, part that's of the what show. It was like for me. A big part of the show is the production value of it. I mean, fucking hats off to all the producers and editors who work on that show of being able to, again, take 24 hours of footage and storylines and moments and conversations and boil it and and create like a story behind it all. Right. And like to your point, make you care about these these people who you don't even know who they are. Uh, So, yeah, I'm glad you said that, because like that is a huge nod to them
0: yeah for sure uh now the one thing that did get me to start thinking though is it's it's actually a really good um demonstration of our inability as humans to be like immediately like self-reflective about the things we do and say um because there were so many points during the show where somebody would say or do something and then uh and then be mad at somebody else for doing literally the same exact thing, the same exact way. Like I remember Anna during the course of the show, she was so pissed at Michael for what he did to Amber. But even in that same episode, she very literally did the same thing to Jordan. Same and it was shit. like, it was like that didn't even get brought up as like a thing, you know, with her, it was like, it didn't, it wasn't like, a, and, it, and it's possible that, you know, maybe she was a little bit more self-reflective and maybe they just chose not to show that on the show. But from what we were seeing, you know, it, it that's what it looked like. It looked like there was no, like, self-reflection. Um, one of the people who I, I thought, like, had, like, almost, like, the most inability, at least, again, on the show, right? Like, I don't know what they are, like, you know, in their, in their normal lives, but uh, Amy, uh, her and Curtis. Uh, like, almost anybody could see from, like, a mile away that her, like, insecurities about, having a boyfriend and not um you know and him not being a dick um that like led directly into Curtis being like ah maybe this isn't for me you know because what he what he kept voicing to her was like yo I just like because uh, I think he liked Jordana like when everything changed when, when they went to Castlemore when they went, when the girls went to Castlemore and the dudes just stayed at the villa and there were other people who came in uh, other yo, women who can't every a, season
1: yeah every season you're watching and you're like casa oh this Moore is shit up. Like, and you just <laughs> wait like, Yeah, yo. yeah. You, sometimes you you go watch episode the worst watch the first three episodes then skip to casa more you're like yo let's get <laughs> it gets pop, wild
0: yeah um so uh so curtis met Jord- jordan um in cast uh when the girl when the girls went to when the women went to Casa castle more um and and the thing he kept saying about her was not only is she pretty that he felt like, but he felt like his attention turned to her because of her confidence. And I feel mm. like that got completely missed when he was talking to Amy, that she was just all about like, oh, you were, we were supposed to be together and we we're supposed to do that. And he was trying to tell her like, fam, no, like, I like you, but like it was something about her swag that she was just confident that was just like missing in our relationship. And it, it just seemed like she was hearing everything but that. And it's just like, but but anybody who could be like watched the show could like clearly see like that was the case is that like every other thing that she was saying was just like, Oh, I think he's going to cheat on me. Oh, I think, you know, he might like this person or what if, you know, and it's just like, and then that got me to think about my own life of like, you know, how often am I just immediately not self-reflective about the things that I'm doing and saying, accusing other people of the exact shit that I'm doing. One might call that hypocrisy, but uh, I think I'm starting to develop like a thought that it's not it, hypocrisy, like almost like, I feel like that's a word that just gets tossed around too much these days, but perhaps just N- non self reflection is i feel like the 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 more sort of like appropriate term that i I'd, I'd, I'd use in that case but that's one thing that i really got out of the show was just like like holy shit us as humans we really don't like have self reflection like at all like we 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 will definitely tell people like that they're fucked up and they're doing all we'll have their our finger in their face talking all this shit and then turn right back around and just do the same shit ourselves and not even even think about it as like a thing um and yeah I, just, I mean
1: it's really interesting we'll, we'll go to church and then as soon as the you know Sunday service is over we'll we'll go back to sinning right um yeah so yeah you're right like a we are not good at self-reflecting and even uh and even more uh Uh, What I find even more funny, right, is like we will uh, self-validate our lack of introspection you know yeah, like oh yeah. like we'll blame it on our religion we'll blame blame it on our like our upbringing we'll blame it on our gender we'll but, blame but it on but for somebody else we will give things. that
0: same excuse too for ourselves we'll give ourselves that excuse oh well i'm this way because of x y or z but let somebody else say that they have that same issue then this is like well fuck you on sight like <laughs> you know yeah. like not i i will not give you that same benefit of the doubt you know
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I want to be happy and I want to, you know, I want to be respected for who I am and I want my decisions in life to be respected and valued, but I don't think, you know, I I don't think gay people should be able to get married and and love (laughs) each other. It's like, wait, what? Like, didn't you just (laughs) say that you want to be, you want your life choices and decisions to be respected and valued and not judged? but... As soon as sunday service is over you're like eh, well, yeah well you guys yeah. shouldn't be holding hands like yeah. what <laughs> like little yeah. things like, so yeah like again you know that's why I, I like the show uh you know that's why i like love and like you can watch it with your significant other and you guys can like in this bubble you can kind of examine your relationship and like you know sometimes you're forced to have conversations about things maybe like that's- you didn't want to have conversations about um but but it's also just fun to watch
0: well yeah i don't think i'd watch this like if i was <laughs> if if i wasn't if i was single i don't think that this is a show that i, I would necessarily be interested in but i think i think that you what you just said is 100 percent correct like if you if you are in a relationship it is a really fucking interesting because you find out things about the other person like oh shit like i thought you were this way and it turned out you're kind of like this way and then maybe even not even in like, in like a bad way but like in a good way oh shit like this thing that I thought I knew isn't necessarily the thing that I knew you know um, yeah and so I think it's uh, yeah I think it opens up a lot of conversations like you know they have those games out there that you know those like couple uh, relationship games where they just like throw out like random questions I feel like that's what this series is this is like it it, help, it forces you to throw out like random questions It's like hmm, what would you do in this scenario and then you're like oh word this is what I would do and then like I don't know yeah it's, it's a very never ending and with all that being said I refuse to watch any other seasons of the show I absolutely don't. <laughs>
1: uh
2: under no circumstances out you're missing Uh,
0: out don't believe so um but look dude uh let's chop it up about uh some movies here um so i want to do these quick trailers and then we can call it a night um so first uh we have don't look up uh which is a new film starring uh and it's directed by adam mckay uh, and written by mckay as well
1: um yeah this film is starring everybody like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to just call out a few names because you really got to read the entire cast list. Everybody is in this movie.
0: Yeah, we, we, we don't have much time, so we got Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no, no uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Go through Lunt. the list.
1: I, I was surprised by how many people are in it. But go yeah, through it. Yeah,
0: Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchet, Blanchett, just a lot of fucking people uh, in this particular uh, movie. Um, now, the I'm premise surprised is... Little
1: Rel wasn't in this movie. <laughs> he might be. I don't he's know. been in everything. He's been I'm, in everything.
0: He's uncredited. <laughs> Um and uh, so the, the premise for the movie is uh the story of two low level astronomers uh who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Um, now if this is on brand with the things that are going on nowadays, nobody fucking believes them, and everybody's telling them that they are currently anti uh uh, uh anti uh was anti cometers. Uh, is, is essentially what they would be hearing as a response But anyway That's event, a thing? I don't think it's is a thing Is that a real thing? I, it just, it's just if, so, cool. if there's like some sort of impending doom for the earth That a comet was heading right f- towards earth There would be endless amounts of people Would be like I don't believe it This is a conspiracy The government's making it up uh, You know Also fuck vaccines It's like wait We're not even talking about vaccines Yeah
2: right. what? <laughs> I'm an American god it Like wait <laughs> How did we get here? Uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway,
1: let, let's watch this show. Yeah, for sure.
2: This is stressing me out. This will affect the entire planet. I know, but it's like so stressful. <laughs> Can I get that one more ice water? I'll get two more glasses of white wine, and I don't need the judgy face. There's a comet headed directly towards Earth. Do you know how many the world is ending meetings we've had over the last two years? Drought, oh. famine. hole in the ozone is so boring.
1: Insane. So, as much as I enjoyed that trailer, very yeah. funny. Um, I mean, I think whenever Leo and uh, and and um, and Jonah Hill get together, like eh, there's just, just some magic there. Um, but you add in that massive cast list. I mean, I, we didn't even just mention some of the big wigs. Like Meryl Streep, uh, Ariana Grande is in here. I think R. Kelly was on. I don't. Yikes. I thought he was on trial.
2: How did he get in uh, this
1: movie? Well, uh, yeah
0: I, I mean, after getting the credit on on Drake's album, he was like, you know what? Let's let's ride the wave. I'm back. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm on certified lover boy. Listen, the fans, as long as the music is good, they'll forget about it. Look at look uh, at Ben Roethlisberger. He won a Super Bowl. They were like, uh, forget what he did. Anyway, yeah. this movie. So great, great trailer. Um, I, I love uh, I, I love trailers like of this style where it like, you know, it's showing a lot of like the, the scenes, the moments and so on that's happening, but it really focuses on like isolated voices or moments. Like the beginning of the trailer, you just see uh DiCaprio. He's like, he's like, he's hyperventilating, right. He's having this like really, um, it, you know, intense panic attack or whatever it might be. Um, and it, there are a lot of things that that are going on and like other cuts and scenes, but it's just focusing on that, like that breathing, which as a, a level of intensity, it's like all the other moments that you're seeing Um Jonah Hill, very funny guy. Uh I think this was, this trailer was cut really well. Was there any music in this trailer? I think it was just. um Yeah. Like the, there was, the there was score tra- or whatever they,
0: they used. I'm not sure if it was an actual song or not, but it sounded like it was like some sort of score. Um But Dude, yeah, was, I did it, it's, not hear any
1: music. Cause I was just so focused on like, you know the words and i think they chose those those scenes and those uh that dialogue really really carefully and really well. So i, I like it. It still looks good. It's on Netflix. I can watch it from home on the couch. W. Yeah. There
0: you go. Comes out December 24th. Uh so Christmas Eve uh of this particular year. Uh yeah, looks 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 great, man. Looks funny. Um and honestly anything adam mckay makes honestly is kind of just gold right like big short um he had uh was it, um, vice uh yeah uh so really he's he's good to go whatever he puts out is is usually uh usually great um but but yeah that was uh, don't look up uh which i'm sure will have a lot of uh, sort of meta commentary about things going on nowadays uh with uh you know just the, the general state of the world with the pandemic and all that good stuff but uh but yeah um let's move on here to our last trailer um so we have uh come on come on um which is uh a a film uh directed um directed by uh, mike mills and written by mike mills as well and and if i'm not mistaken mike mills also directed the movie uh 20th century woman which i will forever love that movie i thought it was a great movie and i think that actually starred timothy chalamet as well unless i'm wrong about that um but uh but this is starring uh, joaquin phoenix uh as well as scott uh mcnary which he's a great actor by the way uh gabby hoffman and uh jacoby young white uh this is due out um actually i'm not sure when this is due out i don't know if it has a date yet unless it does and i just missed oh uh release date it says september 2nd but that can't be true
1: Anyways,
0: um, Bro, listen, so,
1: uh, we, we'll find out when the movie's going to be released. You know, at the same rate that we found out when Donda was going to be released. Like, it's there a, you go. A, yeah, we'll,
0: we'll you know, know when like we like, know.
1: I, yeah, I want to see if if like any movie studio does that. But yeah, we don't know when it's coming out. Like oh, Kanye is time. producing
0: what, this movie. That's what Netflix does. Yeah, No, know. Right. Uh, that's what Netflix does all the time. They just throw a trailer out and they're like, yeah, we release it. We release it. And then like next week, yeah. you'll, you'll find out a release. Uh, this is about a radio journalist uh, embarking on a cross-country trip with his young ice nephew. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the ice <laughs> water. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and check this out for uh, Come On, Come On.
2: To visit planet Earth. You will have to be born as a human child. At first, you will have to learn to use your new body, to move your arms and legs. You will learn to walk and run, to use your hands to make sounds and form words. There will be so much for you to learn and so much for you to feel. Sadness, joy, disappointment and wonder. You will grow up, travel, and work. Over the years, you will try to make sense of that happy, sad, full, always shifting life you are in. And when the time comes to return to your star, it may be hard to say goodbye to that strangely beautiful world damn this book
1: you're crying no i'm not yes you are you're definitely crap say you're crying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was the trailer for come on come on uh yeah Look, it looks like we didn't get too too much from the trailer, but it looks like it's gonna be a fucking heartbreaker, dude. I just sense heartbreak. uh, Yeah. With this movie. Uh. So. The the black uh, and the
1: white, the slow pace, the uh, the 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 background music that like slow. I don't don't even know what that was. Like, what, what do you think that was? The instrument. The instrumentals in the background—I can't even isolate what like. Well,
0: what, I know that's that's a particular song, violin I it was, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's a particular song. I forget what it was, uh, but uh, but yeah, that the, whatever they were playing there in the background, was um, I don't know if it was like a flute or some shit, but that you just yeah. know some 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 tears are to ensue. Uh, yeah, but, get the yeah. Kleenex
1: and and yeah. have the ice cream ready.
0: Yeah. Um but, you well, know, well, Joaquin you,
1: Phoenix—you could be described as while
0: yeah i know right uh between like joker and just like uh a lot of the other films he's her. Been out lately, her yeah he uh he doesn't miss too much he doesn't miss too much yeah. man um but i look man uh that was the trailer for come on come on should be great it's another 824 project looking forward to it uh but with that being said uh look i know you gotta i know you gotta hop so we'll go ahead and call it a night here uh ladies and gentlemen it's the fade podcast uh as always please like share subscribe uh and uh yeah we'll be back uh next week uh same time same place uh and yeah with that we'll hit the usual protocol Fade out peace the fuck out ladies and gentlemen enjoy the rest of your week